Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is a sweep in Brooklyn, and it doesn't look like it's about to get any easier for the Hawks. <laughs> we'll talk about it all right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And today we had matinee basketball in Brooklyn. Um, We'll get into all the ins and the outs and the ramifications and the takeaways. We have some fan feedback. Um, We're going to get into all that in just a moment. But um, for all of you guys checking us out, we appreciate it. All the newbies. uh, Thank you. Thank you. However, you may have stumbled onto the podcast. We greatly appreciate you. And to all the regs, what's up? What's up? You know how we get down with the get down. Um, A big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to guys connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Twitter or X, the whole nine. Make sure you are connected to us. We also would love for you to let me try that again. Subscribe to the podcast. The word slipped out before I before it came out. But yeah, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast and uh, drop us a five star rating while uh, you are at it. We would greatly appreciate all those things. Listen, it's the weekend. We're going to keep this thing short and sweet. I'm not even going to lie to you. We're going to keep it short and sweet. Um, I did not pod after the Thursday game. I had to coach a game myself. Uh, my um, <clears throat> my boys had a basketball game on a Thursday evening, so I was unable to watch the game and um, pod. But I did look at um, a lot of the recap stuff, and I, I got a good feel of what went on Thursday night. And a lot of it was the same thing that went down on today. (laughs) Today. And so uh, for the second game in a row, the Hawks lose to Brooklyn beyond behind a three point barrage of the Brooklyn Nets. I I still kind of want to say the New Jersey Nets, but um, yeah, it's the Brooklyn Nets. But just a, a barrage of three pointers today for the for the uh, Brooklyn Nets, going fifteen of thirty two, and it wasn't even that like they shot a high volume, 
but they just shot an amazing like percentage point like percentage from the three point range 46.9 tonight i mean today uh 47% on thursday and <clears throat> you got to do one or two things when a team is shooting the ball at that clip number 1 you either have to defend the three point line better or or you have to outshoot them and that is one thing that the Hawks did not do. Um, Thursday night, nor today. Thursday night, they shot 28%. Today, they shot 32%. And I know when you're on the road, it is harder to make those types of shots. It's harder to make threes. That's just kind of what it is. But um, Brooklyn was just, they were just on that today and on Thursday. And furthermore, what is going to give to uh, lead to my first takeaway is, is Mikael Bridges was just that dude today. He was just simply that dude today. So today, uh, I'm going to make this quick. I'm not even going to go quarter by quarter by the game. You guys saw the game, most of you that listened. Um, I'm just going to give you three takeaways from today's game, the ramifications about it. Um, I will say this. First and foremost, first and foremost, the talk that was going around after the Hawks two game win streak when Trey Young went out was reckless. <laughs> it was reckless. And some of y'all know it was reckless. And and I'm not even saying that from a standpoint that y'all was wrong or, or whatever, because you feel what you feel and I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like I I'm the guy that appreciates fan feedback, regardless of how you feel or how you think, you know. There was a lot of things said after that two-game win streak when Trey went down, you know, about what this Hawks team is, what it can be, what it needs to be in the future. And my first takeaway is this. You just need to let the season play out. <laughs> you need to let the season play out. Like, that's the first takeaway. Let the season play out. Let's not create any narratives. Let's not create any narratives. Because let me ask you this question. And feel free to respond to me on Twitter or on X. I'm going to ask you this question. What is this team? What is this team? What is this team with Trey and DJ healthy? What is this team without Trey? What is this team without Jalen? We've seen this team without Hunter. What is this team? And I'm going to be honest with you. As someone that covers the team. That is that is there, like at the games and talking to coaches and to players. I I don't have a firm handle on it. Like I really just don't. Like I'm really just along for the ride and just saying, oh, you know, going through the highs and lows of the season. I can't unequivocally tell you what this team does extremely well. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you what they do extremely well consistently, right? Let me let me clean that up. I can't tell you what they do extremely well consistently. And I don't know if that's a product of coaching. I don't know if that's a product of guys just not getting along, if they're not buying in. I don't know exactly where the blame is. I think it's kind of nuanced, right? I, I think there's plenty of blame to go along to everyone. Like, I think Quinn's got to eat some of this. I think Trey's got to eat some of this. DJ, like everybody that puts on a uniform, front office, uh, there's there's plenty of blame to go around. So let me say that. There's plenty of blame to go around. So if you're one of those people who need to have blame after every loss, after every whatever, like, 
it's plenty to go around. And I'm not going to fight you on that, but that's not going to make this team better. Like it's, and to me, like that kind of, that's kind of bothersome. Like there's certain fans out there and I'm not going to call any names, of course, but all they do is complain. <laughs> like all they do is complain, complain, complain. And the reality is, man, like this team is what it is. It is what it is, right? So um, let's not push any more narratives, you know, especially after two games. <laughs> especially after two games. And again, I, I did, like I said, my last podcast, I wouldn't go do the podcast y'all thought I was going to do. Because, like, listen, I know, like, 82 games is a long season. The Hawks have 22 more games left. 22 more games. There's a lot that can happen in 22 games. Be it good, be it bad. And as someone that covers the team, I can't even give you a trajectory of what I think this team is going to do. It could go really bad. It could go really good. I don't know. I simply don't know. Second takeaway from today is this. Mikael Bridges was the best player on the court tonight. And the second best player was a distant second. He was the best player by far. And like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know who the second best player was today. Like, because, and, and I couldn't even tell you, like, it, like, it, I mean, Cam Johnson had 23. Like the Nets, I mean, the Nets just really played connected basketball. You know, all five of their starters and double figs. Um, they didn't get much off their bench, but like. All those guys, they were connected. And they didn't even really need to be connected that much because Mikel just had it going. 14 to 26, 5 or 10 from 3, uh, 38 points. He was a plus 13. He was just he was just really good today. And the Hawks didn't have anything that could match. Like Sadiq gave you 23, but you know, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I come right thinking that like, oh man, this is a battle between Sadiq and Mikhail Bridges. Nah, I mean, DJ had a nice stat line, 20 points, 11 assists. Um, that's a nice line, but clearly the player to watch today was Mikhail Bridges. And after Mikhail Bridges, the thing to watch was the Nets shooting their three-pointers, in which they did again at a clip above 45%. Not good. Not good for the Hawks. Uh, both games, I, I think the deciding quarter was the third quarter. Um, it just, you know, and, and this third quarter has been a bugaboo all year round. When they've done good, they've done well in the third quarter. And when they've done bad, they've done bad in the third quarter. On Thursday, they got outscored 38-25 uh, to 25. on today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. They got outscored 30 to 18. I don't know what's happening when you come out of that halftime. Like, like, do y'all be in halftime eating popcorn and eating chicken wings? Like, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. But for whatever reason, that third quarter has been a bugaboo. 
Now, you could find some blame and say, hey, man, that's coaching, not making adjustments, being out coached. There is a valid argument for that. You could say that the guys just come out and they just, you know, for whatever reason, you could put on the players if you want because they don't want out there playing, you know. Um, again, I, I'm more of a, I think that there's nuance to everything. And so I think it's a, it's a little mixture of everything, man. You spreading the wealth around, spreading the blame around. I think everybody got to eat some of that. Jalen Johnson did not have a good game today. You cannot have Jalen Johnson go three or 12 for seven points. In a game when Trey Young does not play, like there is just they don't have that room for error. That margin of error is very small. So second takeaway is just that Mikel Bridges was the man tonight and the Hawks did not have a answer to first anyone to stop him. B, <laughs> no, no, is first and then second. So let me say that again. The Hawks, number one, did not have anyone that could stop Mikel Bridges. Two, they didn't have anyone that could score with Mikel Bridges. He had a cool 38. Like, he could have easily got, like, 40, like, above 40, like, close to 50 if he was really pushing the envelope. But they got the dub, and that's all they needed. Um, Third takeaway is this. This might could get ugly. (laughs) And I'm talking about the standings. So let me update you on the standings. Currently, the Hawks are still sitting 10th, and by all intents and purposes, I still stand on what I said earlier about two podcasts ago that I think the Hawks will kind of remain in this 10 spot. Although the Nets did grab two of them in the standings and got a two point, I mean a two game, uh, they made up two games in the standing and now they're only two games behind the Hawks. I still think that the Hawks will hold fast to that 10 seed for what it's worth. <laughs> I don't know how important that is to you. Like it's like it's not make or break to me. I, I think that them being 10 seed is of value. Anything that can have that is in playoff contention. I think that is of value to me. Um, But yeah, I, I think the Hawks will hold on to that 10 spot. But here's why I think that it could be bad. Because your next two games, you got two playoff teams coming. And you're playing two playoff teams on a back-to-back. You're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is a uh, which are the number two team in the East, playing really good basketball. They've won six out of their last ten. They won the other night. Uh, they are 39-20. and 20. Cleveland is a really good basketball team. Like, Cleveland's really good. You got to play them. And then you have the New York Knicks. I'm not going to talk about the Knicks. You all know how I feel about the Knicks. But the Knicks are still a good basketball team. They're, they've run into a little snag lately. They've lost two straight. They're 3-7 and seven out of their last 10. So if there is a possibility of grabbing one of these games, hopefully you can grab that Nick game. But again, that's going to be another game on the road. And so that's going to be a tough one. You already, you already, you know, on this road trip, you're already down 0-2. So, you know, you got the Knicks, and then you got Cleveland at home, you know. So you're hoping, you were hoping, and here's what I was thinking. I was hoping that, like, at worst you get a split with the Knicks. At, at worst you get a split. Like, you grab one of those in Brooklyn, and then you kind of salvage and see what you can get out of Cleveland and New York. Hawks was like, 
Nah, we not doing that. <laughs> we not doing that. We gonna lose both of these games, you know. So, um, again, I don't swing too far to the left or to the right after every win and after every loss. You got beat, man. That's just kind of what it is, you know. Um, the battles with the Nets and the Hawks have been really good this year. This year, like it's been like battles, but. Um, they just completely just dominated this Hawks team for two straight games. And and for what it's worth, I thought the energy was good for the Hawks. Like in the beginning, like coming out, like I thought the energy was good. You know, first quarter, they won the first quarter. They were staying with them and by halftime and uh, third quarter, just just suck all the air out of the all air of confidence out of this Hawks team. And I think that was the the change in the game, man. That was a change in the game. But hey. No one's going to cry uh, for your team. Uh, they better not cry for themselves. Although, uh, at one point during the broadcast, I think uh, Bob mentioned that one of the assistant coaches was getting on the guys because he didn't like their body language. He didn't like their body language because shots wasn't falling. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because, man, we've heard this f- so long for this team. What happens is, and I'm trying to figure out who was the coach that that first said it, and I think it may have been Lloyd Pierce, it may have been Nate McMillan, and he said something to the fact that um, when we miss shots, it affects our defense and our effort on defense. Like this is like the third or fourth or fifth year I've, I've heard this, you know, cycling through the coaches, you know, like everyone has said this, and I don't know, like. If this is like a new generation type thing, I don't I don't know like what it is, but it is a thing. <sighs> yeah, it's a thing. Let's go to some fan feedback, man. I want to hear what you guys had to say. So, again, after each game, I always ask you guys, what are your thoughts on the game? Um, and I appreciate everyone that taps in with me. Um, let's see what you guys had to say. I had a couple folks t- tap in with me today. Let's see. Hawks for life. He just. <laughs> I asked you guys, what are your thoughts on the two games up in Brooklyn? And ATL Hawks for life. He just wrote tankathon.com. <laughs> for those of you that are not familiar, tankathon is a site uh, that, that, that chronicles all the teams that are uh, in the draft and the possibility of them getting a good draft pick. And so he is he is looking for uh, draft pick. Uh, that That's where his focus seems to be. <laughs> Sean Gomes said S.O.S. <laughs> hey, man, I, I feel you, man. It, this was a tough one. Uh, Ray Ray on Twitter says we really suck this year. Hey, man, y'all got to hold your heads up, man. I know this one hurt, but hold your heads up. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Another one. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this one. Joe Medizine, it looks like, on Twitter said, we stink. Two words. We stink. So I like to read the fan feedback because it gives me a pulse of how you guys feel and how you guys are thinking and like what the fan pulse is, you know. Um so, yeah, I appreciate all the fan feedback, as always. And, again, it's my guy, DJ Yogi, always checks in with me. He said, they must have been eating a lot of pizza up there. He said, real, real talk, Quinn is not good at motivating part of his job. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate all you guys for checking in with me, man, tapping in with me. I really appreciate that. Um, 
yeah, man, it, it's 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 a lot. Um, I will say this for those critical of Quinn Snyder. I'm not going to battle you on that. I'm not going to battle you on that. Like, I mean, I I think that um, <clears throat> it is still rather early in the Quinn Snyder regime. You know, um, I, th- I still think it's kind of early, you know, but um, I think there are things that you can legitimately question, you know, but I don't think that that is the sole purpose of this Hawks team being 24 and 36. I think there's a lot of things that you can contribute to that. But I think that Quinn Snyder, um, if you wanted to bang him on some things, pause. Um, I think that there are some things you could legitimately um, question him about. So that is what it is. Um, as far as the Hawks schedule, I said they have two games coming up. That is uh, against two playoff teams, the Cavs and the Knicks. So they're going to have some time off, which is kind of weird about how much time they're spending in in New York, which is wild. But it is what it is. Um, They play the Knicks on Tuesday. So they got Sunday and Monday. I mean, hopefully I think they'll probably have another practice in. I I don't know what the what the plans are, but. Um, they'll play the Knicks on Tuesday, fly home after that game, and then a back-to-back with the Cavs on Wednesday. So what a week, what a week for the Atlanta Hawks. And then um, they'll have a game back on the road on Fridays versus the Memphis Grizzlies. So that is the three-game span for the Atlanta Hawks. And we will be there every step of the way. We'll try to be there every step of the way. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's about it, man. We're going to put a bow in this podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing weekend. Go outside, smile, and uh, be good to somebody. <laughs> like we always say, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.